Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Educators Forum podcast. This is your host, Monique Nolly, and we have Miss Cicely Carr, the co-host who is here. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. This has been a busy week for both of us. Uh, we're both educators. We're, we're both still educators, but in different ways. So how is it going at your store? I know that you're, edu- when you say that you're educating at your store, what is it that you're doing? Yes. So, I mean, when I, I call myself an educator, it is one of my gifts that God has given me. And so I don't see education solely for like the school or the classroom, right? Mm-hmm. And so I educate on a variety of different like topics. So I'll have like I have a class called the Creative Panor where I'm teaching adults how to make passive income online, but in a creative way. Um, and I'm also doing like tutoring. I do classes on out school. So right now I have a program called um, uh, Leaders in Training, and it is preparation for like being a good or a leader in high school, college, and in the workforce. And so that's going really well. Um, I, what else? We do art classes. Um, there's going to be so much more when it comes to educating. And then I also do a lot of like ebooks and mm-hmm. self-help and stuff. And so I'm just like educating on different, different levels topics. And, different and yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. And that's the best way and the most that's the fun way to educate. And that's for me, that's always been the fun way to learn is learning outside of the classroom, learning different ways. That's just how I learn. I'm a, I'm a fun learner. Right. Um, We're doing something similar, which you have so many people that are doing similar things or just, you know, things in general where they're educating in different formats. For Mm -hmm. me, if you go to my site, Monique Nolly, I now am, I don't know if I told you, I am the income strategist for educators. Oh. And yes, and I help educators flourish financially both inside and outside of the classroom. My curriculum is almost complete. I'm in the process of completing it. So anyone and everyone, you can go to moniquenolly.com. I have a coach and mentor program. The curriculum is almost done. And what I will do is I will help educators flourish financially, both inside and outside the classroom. Some people aren't really aware what their, what their passions are. They're not really aware of the things that they can do. So what I do is I help them find that niche and get them going on a path in order to make extra money. Extra money and a lot of people make so much that they actually retire from the classroom. So okay. yeah, it's, it's a great thing. And so I have been working on that for a while and I'm really excited about that as well as with my tutoring. I have my own tutoring company. So okay. I'll also coach and mentor on how to get that started. The best way to get that started as far as your website, how to get the students that you want, uh, curriculum that you can use, the best way to teach them. So yes, I'm doing all things education <laughs> inside and outside the classroom as well. So it's just something that's um, one of my passions that I'm glad to, that I'm now able to see actually come to fruition and actually happen. So that's right. a good thing. So we're both busy and that's a good mm-hmm. thing. So one thing 
I wanted to talk about today is what are your thoughts on, and we probably feel the same way about it, on Simone Biles and did I say the name right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And um, her not, I don't like to say drop out. That's just, I don't like the word drop out. Her actually leaving the competition. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for self-care, self-respect, like the first person, like the only person you're in control of is yourself. And it seems like a lot of people were trying to control her, you know, control her greatness, like box her in. And um, I saw a quote, um, I can't remember exactly what it is, what it was word for word, but basically they were saying black women are not here to entertain you. And just because you are paying or you're supporting doesn't mean that they are not human and that they are, you know, like emotional creatures or beings. And we need time to say no. Like, yeah, I'm, she's the greatest. Like she has proven over and over and over that she is the greatest. And the fact that she is still hitting glass ceilings because they're so afraid of her being so great that it's stressing her out, it's stressing us out. I'm just like, girl, just relax. We know you're the bomb, take mm-hmm. care of yourself because no one's really gonna take care of her but herself. Um, Nobody. And so like, and so that gives, brings me a point, like brings up a point. Um, so the article that I got, I have an article out, um, the Dallas Morning News, you know, um, came out and did some, um, you know, did a, an article and took some photos. And uh, the first headline, it says, teacher quits to, teacher quits, or someone, Cicely quits a teaching job to pursue her dreams. And so I was like, first of all, words matter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did not say I quit. First of all, there was no quitting involved. I completed my mission. I did, I took the necessary steps to, you know, I did it, you know, in order, right? And I was like, I didn't quit, I resigned. And I didn't, I didn't sign on for another contract. So, and I was just really irritated with that word. And then they said a teacher job. And I'm like, first of all, teach, it was like a whole career. Like, I just felt so like, that's that's the thing about, yeah. Exactly. And I was just like, um, you know, the media likes to portray or paint a picture that is not true. And just to get likes or, you know, evoke some feelings. And, you know, it's just you just got it's just so hard to try and be that you want to be great, but people want to twist it and make it their own so that they can get ahead or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that we are in a society and some as an editor or as a writer, they know what they're doing. When, yep. they, when they put certain words in there, that's the, that's the whole point of doing that. You did yep. not quit. You, right. you moved on to the next chapter in your life. Exactly. That's, that's what you did. And that's what, what we do. That's what I did. That's what people do daily to move on to the next chapter in their life. Some people stay on one chapter their whole life. Right. If that's their choice, that's their choice. But then you right. have some people that choose to go into other things and evolve in other ways in order to benefit themselves and their families and so they can grow as a person so right people need to really watch what they say so when they kept saying that she actually dropped out that bothered me especially yeah. 
how do you say she dropped out and then put mental health issues behind it as if right. it's make minimizing minimizing it making it seem as though it's absolutely nothing and people were chastising her because of that now just right. as you stated that what he said in the article as an educator we both know we have bachelor's degrees master's degrees this yeah. is not something we just went to the corner and picked up okay we had to work our butt off to get our degrees okay right and i will proudly say that i graduated both bachelor's and master's with magnum cum laude so yeah i can say that so when people <laughs> teaching job or oh you're a teacher they make it seem as though it's nothing and I get offended by that because yeah. like do you not realize that we are the foundation of your children and what they will become well actually their parents are the foundation which is part <laughs> of the, the parents are the foundation but we help yeah. them out we help them build that foundation and help them realize what it is that they want to do once they're able to go out into the world so minimizing it and minimizing Simone's, her, her mental health was very disturbing because we are still in a world where people either make fun of mental health, they don't take it uh, as seriously as they need to, they don't, um, they just, they don't care. I don't know if it's just that they're cold and callous or I don't know if it's the stigma that's behind mental health. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but that is still something that people choose to either make fun of or not even, they don't even want to talk about it or that's the excuse. They yeah. say that it's an excuse and they have no idea what that person is going through. Right. She worked her butt off to get where she is. That's, right. That's a lot of stress. Right. A lot of stress. Just imagine as teachers, we would have the kids, how many, how many of our kids we had in our classroom, whether it be 16, 25, we would have the weight of them on our shoulders, plus their right. parents, plus admin. And so we're stressed just with that. She has millions of people that are right. Millions of people. She's getting up and working out every day. And that's a lot to take on. That's a toll right. to take on. So for people to make fun of that or say, you know, well, I'm not even going to say her name, but there was one, now she's not a commentator, but there was one woman who said that she is a quitter and a loser. Mm. I'm thinking, what? Why would you say that? You have, right. no, you have no idea what she went through. You have right. no, no idea what she's going through right now. Right. And the fact that people have so much to say about someone who has never been in their shoes. Like, mm -hmm. I bet these people who are talking have never jumped a high pole or, you know, did a flip on the map. You mm -hmm. know, like they're just behind the camera, feeling all confident, but I'm sure they wouldn't be able to run a block in her shoes. Like, y'all exactly. got so much to say, but you were in that position and so it's like how how dare that person whoever said that and just anybody who whoever else has that mindset i'm like first of all I, she first of all she made it all the way to the olympics what is this like four times so far mm -hmm. i don't know how many times but she's medals gold medals on top of gold medals 
that is not a sign of a quitter. That is a sign of someone who needs a mental and emotional break from all the haters out there who are always got, always got something to say and ain't paying any one of her bills. None of them. And this particular person that said it, I believe that this person just became a parent. So one thing that oh, wow. I, I, yes, one thing that I can say as a mother, be very careful when you chastise people and when you talk about people and the things that they do, because the world is funny and God is hilarious. It will come back on you tenfold. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Right. I'm telling you from experience <laughs> and from experience for myself and from people and friends and things that I know that are parents, the things that you say, once you have a child, do mm -hmm. it comes back on you it's one thing if you're if you don't have any children you know you're doing you or whatever but when you have children certain things that you were able to do and say beforehand you can no longer say and do because it right. will come back on you it may be in 10 or 15 years but guess what it's coming back yeah it's coming back so you have to be very careful about what you're saying about people, how you treat people, and the way you make them feel. Your father, right. your child could grow up with a mental problem. I mean, how is that, you know, you're saying she's a loser because of that. That could possibly, you know, your kid could eventually get to the point one day where they have mental issues. Right. What are you, what are you gonna say then? That's gonna, that's gonna be payback. There was this, and I know this is so off topic, but that's what I love about this is that we'll just go on <laughs> and do whatever. But I still remember this lady that I worked with. And she told me one day that when she was in high school, she used to bully this boy. She actually told me that. She said when she was in yeah. high school that she was, an, she was actually a bully. She actually bullied this one girl, I'm sorry, this boy, because of the way he talked. Uh, I think he was like autistic and they didn't really, you know, know it at the time. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really, you know, diagnosed then. And so she would just make fun of him. Do you know that, and I've never heard anyone else do this, where they actually are sorry for what they do, hunt that person down to apologize. Right. That's what she did. She had a son. She got married and had a son. Her son is autistic. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah. very, and she started crying when she was telling me, she said the very thing that I would make fun of him about is the exact same thing that my son is dealing with now. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And she said that she actually tracked him down to apologize to him years later. Mm. We're talking yeah. years later. Because I'm just like, first of all, how do you just talk about somebody for being who they are? Like, yeah. And and they're not hurting you. They're not attacking you. You just that's just who they are. Their person, and mm -hmm. you're talking about them. You're stepping like how, who who do you? Okay, so I know I can't stand bullies, um, and I take bullying very seriously. Um, but it's just like I don't know the audacity of some people to just you know. But I guess they want to fit in and be cool. And so, like, how do we transfer those thoughts into, you know, our classrooms and with other people? Like, like, what do you do when kids are bullying each other in the classroom? I usually have them take a look at themselves. And mm -hmm. I don't I don't do that in order to be funny. But 
I'm trying to get them to understand the what that person, how they're making the other person feel. Right. So I usually will reverse it and pull that student to the side and I will say, okay, if I know something about them, then hey, I know something something about them. How would you feel if they talked about this? Right. Referring to something that, you know, probably me, just me and the teachers know or they know that I know. But how would you feel if they would talk about this? Oh no, man, I would I would do this, I would do then why are you bothering them about something that they can't right. And once, yeah. once they see it at that point, then they're usually, they usually back away. They usually back off. Or I remember a couple of years ago, this one student that I had, she just talked about people's kids. It was just, mm. she, she just a grown about, person talking about yeah, some kids. She talked about people's babies. And I said, you haven't had any kids yet, so you need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was giving you fair warning you need to stop right don't call somebody's baby ugly especially if you haven't had your own yet (laughs) because it will come back but i think that making them see that you're not in their shoes you don't know what somebody's feeling you don't know what they're going through just like i don't know what's going on in your home you don't know what's going on in my home right i've just i've just been equipped with the tools to deal with whatever it is that i need to deal with a lot better than you and that's not because I'm not because I'm better than you, but because I'm the adult. I'm the one that's educated. I've taken psychology, sociology. I've taken all of the classes to learn how to deal with certain things and certain behaviors. As a kid or a teenager, an adolescent, they don't know that. They don't have those tools. So mm-hmm. if, we can, if we can get them to put themselves in the other person's shoe and have empathy, Right, that's for that the person. key word. Then they they yeah. learn from it. They learn from it and they grow from it. But um, it's it's not easy to. Uh, that's one thing I can't stand is watching kids or even. I'm an adult and people attempt to bully me. Uh, you heard I say attempt, wow. right? Attempt. <laughs> <laughs> so I know because it doesn't stop. Depending on the person, they don't stop just because they're an adult. Oh no. Right. They usually go into different positions, uh, you know, at jobs or whatever. They, they get in a position, but they still continue to bully just in a different way. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of adults and a lot of um, people out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody had a boss that was a bully. Somebody had a co yeah. that was a bully. Somebody, you know, that they worked with just did not have empathy, did not care. And that comes back on you. Right. So that's something that people really have to take into account with Simone. She's been aw- she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. And she, I have not heard any like negative no. anything negative about her and her mm-hmm. character. Like she is outstanding, upstanding. And I remember seeing an article where she was encouraging another, I think she was a swimmer or another gymnast and she was just coaching her and just cheering her on and I think they were like thanking Simone for you know encouraging her and staying with her um mm-hmm. but those are the type of people you need in your world because if you if you can't cheer with me and we're like in the same field then we're gonna have an issue mm-hmm. and some people always think life is a competition like Mm -hmm. especially when you think about so like me and you right Mm -hmm. 
So we have, you know, similar businesses, um, similar ideas, but, and that's probably why we're so connected anyways, because we're just so like, we have the same passions and, you know, yeah. But it's just like, I could never see myself trying to diminish you or your business or try to make it seem like you ain't doing what you're supposed to do or like I'm supportive I want to be a lot more supportive you know but like it's just you know we be we're so busy but like we're supposed to be uplifting and helping like there ain't no competition between us Mm -mm. you know and it shouldn't be that way why because what God has for you he has for you Mm -hmm. what he has for me he has for me Period. Yeah. Period. We're both doing the same thing, but we're doing things completely different, if that makes sense. Right. It's the exact same thing, but at the same time, it's yeah. completely the opposite. But you're doing you and I'm doing me, and we come together right. and support one another. You were the first person that I thought of when I thought about this podcast. It's like, you know what? Oh. We need it. <laughs> the first person. Why? Because we're similar and because we're very ambitious. Yeah. Um, our goals in life. Um, you're more outspoken than I am. You're, much, you're more of a friendlier. I mean, I'm, friendly, you know what I mean? You're friendlier than, yes. than, I, than I am. I'm kind of, I'm always thinking. And so people think that I'm not friendly because I'm, I'm always thinking. I'm one of those kids. Even when I was in school, I was in the back of the classroom daydreaming, thinking about something while other yeah. kids were gossiping. And I was the one over there, not sleep, but just thinking. daydreaming (laughs) just daydreaming and yes I do that to this day I'm always thinking about okay what is the next move I'm going to make how am I going to do this you know how am I going to do that how am I going to continue to encourage my daughter to do this and that's not easy having having a child being an entrepreneur entrepreneur and being an educator that is not easy right it's not it's not you're being there my kid comes first period point blank in a discussion anybody that knows me knows that but when so when you have a kid putting their emotional needs first then you want to be there for your kiddos at school you want to be there for them so that sometimes and sometimes it's a tug of war you know right sometimes it's a tug of war because if if i'm if i have an event at my school but i know that my kid is having an event hey (laughs) which one do you think Mm -hmm. you're going to Okay. And it's, <laughs> and, but that's the thing. But you know what? There are many teachers that don't have kids. So yeah, that's me. Teachers, they, exactly. Usually they don't. A lot of teachers do not have kids because of that. I don't know if it's because yeah. of that or they just chose to take on and adopt the kids. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can give some insight. What is it? I don't know. The reason why I ain't got no kids because. God didn't bless me with them just yet. So hopefully mm-hmm. one day, but I do know, um, you know, I'm just like thinking about all the teachers that do have kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, how do you do it? First of all, like, I, I don't know. I'm very, I think about, you know, your the parents are the first educators, right? Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. feel like when we go into these schools and we're teaching kids that don't care anything about their education or they're just all over the place, and it's just like, why am I wasting my time with these kids that could care, couldn't care, couldn't care less? And mm-hmm. I could be, you know, spending more time because I know I'm always exhausted when I leave work. And I'm like, I don't have any energy, no, Mm-mm. nothing. And I'm just like, what happens with the parents who got kids, you know? 
And I'll so I'll tell you what happens. We, we have to, we keep going. What I do yeah. and what I've always done is, I'm not sure about other teachers, but me personally, what I did was I saved, and that's not saying that I don't, I'm not there for my kids at school, that, that's not the case, but I saved my energy for her. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you've seen me when, when we were working together, you've seen me in the classroom. I'm mm -hmm. not, not going to argue with a kid. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not right. going to repeat myself 10 or 15 times, but these are the same rules that my kid, my biological kid has. She, I'm, I'm the same way with her. So it's not like there's a difference, but I'm not going to spend a lot of energy in that field, in that area, because she's my main responsibility. So even though, right. I'm, even though I'm tired when I get home, I'm not too tired for her. Right. That's Never. good. Never. It's so, a mindset too. Mm -hmm. It's your priority is and mm -hmm. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't be everybody's mama, even though right. they would, I've had kids actually say they would want me to be there. I'm like, oh, you're so <laughs> I can't be everybody's mama. I'm strict, but at the same time, I'm I'm not, you know, you know yeah. I'm strict, but at the same time, we play a lot. Like you saw us when we were in your shop. She's playing yeah. with my, she's following me around, messing with me and we're cracking jokes. And, you know, that's, that's just up, that's us. But at the same time, when it's time to get serious, especially when it comes to school, it's not a joke. Right. It's not a joke. And yeah. she, she went through a lot as most teenagers do. She went through a lot this last year. And even with all of that going on and everything, you know what she went through, everything that she went through, she still graduated with honors. She still, okay. got, she still got accepted into three colleges. And I am so proud of her because of that. And she's, she's actually taking summer courses now. She's taking philosophy, which she actually loves. She actually loves philosophy. And okay. then, so she's, yeah. So it's, it's a mindset and it's also how you, it's the parents. It's the parents. It is. I mean, yeah. it's, it starts at home. It starts at home. You just, uh, my parents were, when it came to school, it was, it was not a joke. It wasn't a joke, you know? Yeah. It just wasn't. There was no, I don't know what to do with her or oh, I get my butt foot when I get home. <laughs> so, right. If I never got a call from school from my, from my kids, principal office, you know, ever. Yeah. And that's just that go ahead sorry <laughs> I, I said that's just uh, the mindset that she came into this world you when, when she started yeah. started pre-k it was it was automatic training from there this is how you do in the classroom this is what you do you're going to sit down you're not going to be up running all over the place no, you're, not, <laughs> you're, not at home. you're not at home at home you can run all over the place and play that's but yeah. school, you're going to show respect and you're going to pay attention and you're going to succeed no, and that's real. That's so real. And so it's so funny because um, parent, like families with a lot of kids <sighs> with the same parents and they under the same household, it's kind of wild how each one comes out different, totally different. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, that is, I'm the only child. So I don't know much about that. But when I see other families, and you have one rebel who's just doing whatever. And then you have the mm -hmm. one that is like Harvard law and, you know, up there and they're, they're brother and sister, sisters and they, they just totally different. It's just so wild how, and so that's one of the things about when you parent your children, you have to parent them individually yep. and not them collectively. 
And so I know we talked about that last week where you were like, we were like, um, kids, they can't go to the same school if they're totally, they're all t- different kids. Mm-hmm. And so I was, have you watched, I think it's called Little Fires uh, or Fires. Little Fires. Or, yes, I love that. Is album. that, that's with, yes. uh, what's her name, right? What's Carrie her name? Wa- Carrie Washington. Yes. And so the mom, the white mom, I forgot her name. You know, they had what, four kids? Yes same household four different personalities Mm -hmm. and it's because mom tried to do a blanket size you know blanket one fits all and didn't really get to know other kids and Mm -hmm. you know like I just I felt so bad I want to watch that again I wonder what is that on (laughs) Hulu it's on Hulu is it okay Uh yeah and you're absolutely right growing up in my household I have two brothers and you wouldn't even think we came from the same bloodline. Yeah. All of us are totally, totally different. Same parents, but they raised us according to our personality. Yeah. Even to this day, we're adults and it's according to our personality. My mother, you know, my mother is my best friend and she'll tell, she's very, you know, straightforward. She's straightforward with anybody, not just me but she will tell you straightforward how she feels. And she's the type of mother that will go off on you, but loving you the next, next minute. But she's putting you in your place if you tried to get out of line beforehand. So she'll say something to me and completely just tear me up, but don't, no. up. not cussing, not cussing, but just put me in my place. And I'm like, well, you don't talk that way to him. She said, because he can't take it. You can take it. <laughs> like, yeah. So even as adults, it's like, you know, it's still according to our personality. And she's right. I can take things that he can't take. And we're adults. It's still the same exact way. My other brother, you got to handle with caution. Right. (laughs) Me, you don't have to handle me with caution because I can take whatever you dish out. That's so funny. So I'm the one with caution. I'm so sensitive. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the only child. So, I am. Yeah, mine is. She's the same way. You see, she's very, yeah, very. <laughs> I'm like trying so hard to get that to get her to stop. I'm like, girl, you got to go. Oh. On. This is a 19. She'll, she'll, this is 2021. Yeah. So you gotta, yeah. She's getting better. She's getting. Yeah. She's getting better, and for that, I am ever so grateful. She's getting stronger every day. Because we yeah. tell her when you go off to college, I'm not gonna be there to cuss people out for you like they used to. <laughs> you gonna have to learn how to do it yourself. <laughs> you have to do it yourself, okay? You can't right. just call me and say, "Mommy, this person, you know, the doctor's office, you know, we were having a problem with the doctor's office and the bills, and they were calling her because she just turned 18. Even though I don't look like I have an 18 year, she just turned 18. Aww. So yeah, they are calling her, and she's like, "Why are they calling me? Talking about a." A bill and I would take the phone and say oh you talk to me when it comes to that well no she's and I, uh, excuse me <laughs> she's my child you yes will, you will talk to me because who is going to handle the balance me right <laughs> okay I'm the bill provider still man sir ma'am <laughs> so, if there's anything you come to me and yeah, the, the woman didn't like that, but I had to get her on the phone, my daughter on the phone. And she said, please just talk to my mama. Just call, just talk to her whenever you call. But I really, no. you know what? <laughs> I said, 
best not preparing her for the real world. So I'm at the point where I'm, uh, if she gets a phone call, you know, she makes her own doctor's appointments now. And yeah. she's talking to her own counselors at school to determine what classes to take. I realize I can't continue to do that. She has to do that. Yep. And so I'm right there, I'm, but I'm coaching her through it. And I'm like, dog, I really did spoil her. I mean, I did. <laughs> I did. She had. She never had to do anything. Never. Yeah. So just watching her now, you know, making appointments and calling and, and you know, sending emails to the counselor because they want to take this class, wanting to know if they can get credit for this and if she can get credit for this or credit for that. You know, that's a real learning curve for her because she never had to deal with that beforehand. Yeah. And so, but you know, I told her, I said, it's, it's getting you where you need to be. That way, when you do go away to college, you, you don't have, you won't have to. Every and so, All right and say, how do I handle this? Or what do I do? You'll already have the tools. Not only have you seen me do it, but now you, you're in the position where you can do it. Right. You're in the position where you can do it. And I told her, I said, you have got to, you've got to use your voice. I know you, you've talked to my, she has a very soft voice. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm breaking her of that. Yes. I said, you can't make it like that in this world. You have to use some basic in your voice in order for someone to take you seriously. Because as soon, yeah. as, soon as you say hi, they're like, oh, I can take advantage of her. Which, yes. is, which is what that particular doctor was trying to do. <laughs> but I put a stop to it. <laughs> yes. So after I put her in her place, uh, then you know, now I allow her to do, uh, to make her own phone calls and, you know, check the counselor's office and, you know, call and see when it comes to uh, tuition and, and things like that. She's now in the position where she can do it herself without me having to do it. But like I told her, you got to put some bass in that voice because yeah. when they hear <clears throat> you, they think people think that you're a certain way based on your voice. Yeah. And they that's so that. funny me and your child are the same exact kids and it's so funny because when I got into teaching my aunt um she's like Cicely they those kids are gonna run all over you mm -hmm. you need to put she said you need even that voice you need it and so I, I it took me a second but once I was like okay put that bass in my voice and things change you know and so but I was in my 30s <laughs> so I was like it took me a while <laughs> So, and I just, cause I mean, my life, what I did, I just did fun stuff. Like I didn't, I wasn't a rebel. I wasn't out there doing crazy stuff. I was just like enjoying, but I was very, I was a huge risk taker. So like I, because I don't know where it came from, but like I moved to Miami, you know, with like $300 to my name at 20, I was like 23. I just told my mom, I was like, I'm moving to Miami or, oh, I some uh I moved to Florida I moved to Orlando when I was 20 and I was like mom I'm going to Orlando she's like oh so she just she's been really cool like supportive mom and she'll question some things she'll just like have you thought about this what because she'll but because I get a little like mom I got this I'm grown but um she but she's very supportive and she's like okay what well let me know what you need mm -hmm. and so I'm like I'm going to Texas so she's used to me doing some crazy random things but everything always seems to work out so 
That's good. That is good. That is a blessing. It really is a blessing. You want your kids, you're very protective of your kid. At the same time, you want them to be independent. And that can can be a struggle for parents because you want to be mama bear forever and protect them from any and everybody always. Yes. It it doesn't go away. It doesn't. It doesn't go away at all. Well, this is the ending of this particular episode. I, I love this episode. We talked about Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> we, we, we talked about a lot. We talked about our childhoods. We talked about teaching and kids. We talked about Simone Biles and, men, and mental health and how people need to, really need to take it more seriously, not only just in kids and teenagers, but also in adults. People tend to think that um, if you're an adult, you shouldn't have a problem. You know, you should be able to right. figure it out on your own. It's not always like that. And it's not that simple, especially if you have a chemical imbalance. All right. So it's not that simple. It, it doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. So people need to have more empathy and pay attention before you say things. Think before you speak when it comes to right. people, especially if you don't have kids yet or you have a small child. You have yeah. to think about certain things before you say it just like the woman I used to work with. And that was, oof, I could tell that to her up and it was about 20 years later. So yeah, yeah. so join us next week for the Educators Forum podcast. Again, this is Monique Nolly. I am the income strategist for educators. You can go on moniquenolly.com. My courses and my curriculum are almost complete. They will be complete soon, but you can still go ahead and sign up for one of my courses and one of my classes. I am a mentor, a coach. I am also a speaker. So make sure that you contact me if you are having a speaking engagement and you just want, you know, you can actually talk to me and we'll discuss the terms from there. But, and we have silly car go ahead and let them know where they can find you um you can find me at you soar learning that is y-o-u-s-o-a-r learning.com you can find me at the bougie black blogger and that's b-o-u-g-i-e and then black blogger um you can go to my web my bookstore which is kindred creatives art and literary press um I'm all over the place. I do a lot of different things. I call myself the creative preneur. So, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. Oh, yes. Okay. So we will see you or hear you next week, guys. Have a blessed week and education is everything. Peace and blessings. Bye. <laughs>